0: Guys, we have a bit of a problem on the political right, and it's the same problem that a lot of us will criticize the left for having. So I unintentionally did a little bit of a social experiment, and today I would like to talk about the results of that. So let's get into it. Warning the following program contains critical thinking, honest opinions, viewpoints on culture that may seem conservative, and a positive view on absolute detestable things such as marriage and children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome or welcome back to Subtle Rampage Podcast, where we discuss the things that I feel like discussing. Sometimes those are things of a political nature, sometimes they're things of a cultural nature. Usually it's both. But today, Like I mentioned, I would like to talk about uh, the results of a little bit of a social experiment that I unintentionally did. Um, We're going to be a little self-indulgent today. And by that, I mean I'm going to be a little bit self-indulgent today because today we are talking about my hair. My initially blue, now slightly blue, mostly green hair. Now, for those of you who don't know me in real life, are brand new to the podcast, maybe, welcome. But yeah, so pretty much for those of you who don't know why my hair is this color, I figured I'd go ahead and explain it real quick. Uh, As a child, I always thought it would be really cool to have bright blue hair. um, But, you know, my mom was always like, but people pay good money for your natural hair color, don't ruin it. And you know, the thing is, is that I did end up ruining it. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't with blue. I started dyeing my hair back when I was like 18 or not even 18, it was like right before I graduated high school, I dyed my hair like a red, like tent or something. And so I've just been dyeing my hair ever since and um, you know, people have never really had much of a commentary on it, because it's mostly, besides the initial, like, ooh, red, everything was pretty much just very naturally, like, brown-esque colors. Um, but last year, in December, my best friend dyed her hair a very vibrant blue. And as soon as she was sending me pictures of it, it looked amazing, by the way, but as soon as she was sending me pictures of it, I had this idea for the podcast and I was like, it would be fun for me, hilarious to me, if we did a blue haired conservatives special. Um, I, I think that that's like a really cool idea. And so I just, I wrote it down. I didn't know if my friend would be down to do it, but I wrote this idea down. And kind of pinned it up on my bulletin board back there, uh, and I didn't say anything about it. And then this summer, when my friend was going to come visit, I was like, no, I was like, hey, so I have this idea where since your hair is blue, I should probably dye my hair blue, and then we can do and be blue haired conservatives. And she actually agreed. And so if you go back on the podcast, you'll find the Blue haired Conservatives specials where we talk about homeschooling and college life during COVID and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that's why my hair was blue. It was because I wanted to be a blue haired conservative. And it's been fun. Uh, that's been July. So what is that? August, September, October, November, it's been about four months, four months of blue hair. Um, And I think think that's good enough for me because uh, I would like to be able to wear some of my clothes that are colors that clash with blue hair. Um, I would like to be able to wear them again. So I will, in the coming weeks, probably by the next time you see me, have some sort of brown, Style of hair. I don't know how dyeing the hair will go, so we'll see. It might be a butchered mess by the next podcast episode. Either way, it'll be fine because I'm ready to give up the blue. But I mentioned at the start of this episode, right, that we have a little bit of a problem on the political right that the political left also tends to have. Um, and so to kind of get to where I want to go with this conversation, um, when i dyed my hair i did not expect to keep it blue for this long just so everybody's aware i kind of expected to maybe have it for like a month tops um because one i thought that it would wash out and fade to a really ugly green um not the way that it has i actually really like the way that my hair has faded but um yeah no i i I did not expect to keep it for this long and I also really, I really didn't expect the amount of people who had issue with my hair, I guess. Like, and then once people started taking issue with my hair, that's when I decided that I liked having the hair. Um, because it's, like, a little bit of that rebellious that rebellious nature that my mother, uh, you know, instilled in my DNA. Um, thank you, Mom. But, like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I expected people on the left to maybe give, like, some sort of hate. Like, I, I expected people on the left to, like, see my podcast or see my hair and then realize that I'm a conservative and then be like... You know, a little bit like irked by the fact that I think it's funny, you know, like I expected that I expected people to make assumptions about my political beliefs based off my hair color. I did expect people to think that I was a liberal based off my hair color. What I did not expect was for people on the right to take such an issue with my hair color. Not everybody, but some people. And it just kind of exposed a little bit of an issue for me because I, I guess, and we'll get we'll get into some of the positive feedback I got on my hair. We'll get into some of the negative feedback. We're gonna we're gonna go through the results of this unintended social experiment, okay? Uh, but I, I did not expect people to <laughs> be as aggressive with me as they were. When it comes to them, like, assuming that I'm a liberal and then treating me like a liberal. Because I I kind of was like, okay, well, if I was a liberal, this type of response to my hair color and to the fact that I'm supposedly a liberal um, is kind of not doing the right any favors. And I'm not even somebody on the right who is like, guys, we just need to be nicer. We just need to be, um, you know, we, we need to let the left walk all over us and we need to compromise and we need to not do anything for our movement ever. And we need to, you know, like that that's not how I view things. But I do think that if you want people to take you seriously as an individual, as a group, as a movement, then you kind of need to um, hold yourself up to some sort of standard. And, you know, politics is a bit of a dirty business, we all know this, but human relations is not inherently political. Just because somebody has a different political viewpoint or stance than you do, or just because you think they have a different political stance or view than you do, it does not justify you getting all upset over just that that difference between you and another person. Like it just it baffles my mind. But I'm going off on a little bit of a sidetrack here. My point is is that all of this that I'm going to be talking about today goes right back into what I talked about in the first episode of Blue Haired Conservatives. Okay, assumptions. We have got to stop making assumptions about people, about individuals, based off of the way that they look, and based off of the political viewpoints that we think they have because even if you know for a fact that somebody is a liberal unless they have specifically like stated online and told you all of their viewpoints you don't know that you disagree on everything just because they're a liberal and you're not okay there are a lot of liberals who are pro-gun can you tell that just by looking at them can you tell that just by hearing that they're a liberal no Okay, we've got to stop making assumptions because all it does is hurt us and hurt the other people. Okay, but let's get into some of the positive feedback that I got in the last four months about my hair. We'll start off with a couple of comments I pulled. The negative ones online are definitely in the majority because people are, I feel like, more negative online than they are positive. Um, I don't really take comments personally uh, at this point in my life. If I had started my podcast a year earlier than I did, I probably would take a lot of these comments to heart and, like, go cry in a corner. But, uh, you know, I I started my podcast at the right time in my life, I think, because at that point, I just, it does not really affect me. Now, does it make me go, what is this person, like, what is wrong with this person? Yes. Uh, But do I take it to heart? No. So, anyways. Um, I did get some positive comments, people saying the blue hair color is beautiful. Um, this one lady commented on my stuff to the, when we posted the blue haired conservatives specials, she was just like, I I clicked because your thumbnail said blue haired conservatives and I was instantly intrigued. Um, so I was like, yes, that was the point. Um, somebody actually commented on a Instagram reel I did uh where it was like a clip from my podcast uh earlier this month or last month on racism and they were i think the only person who did not comment about racism they were like i know your post isn't about the hair but your hair color is gorgeous and i was like oh we love good people i'm like you don't have to tell me my hair color is gorgeous to be a good person but like um i love people who are not just like negative in the comment section um and then somebody actually commented on the, I think the last episode I did for, um, sometimes I fill in for Brandon Lewis on the Tennessee Conservatives Big Seven podcast. And the last one I did, somebody commented (laughs) about my hair and was like, my daughter had the same hair color. It's not the hair, it's the personality under the hair and you sound like you got a good vibe to you. So do the damn thing. So we love encouragement, we love it. Um, But some of the real life, okay, response, which I love. Most people in my life, the ones who matter at least, loved my hair. I'm just gonna put that out there. The The people who matter to me, whose opinions that I value, loved my hair, loved the idea behind my hair. Even the ones who were not personally conservative or Republican thought the idea was hilarious um, slash appreciated the irony at the very least, okay? So let's just put that out there. But One of the real-life events that I find notable concerning my hair, it happened back in August. The owner of the Tennessee Conservative, the newspaper I write for, he put on a conservative candidates academy to kind of uh, show individuals in Tennessee who are looking to run for local or state office um, how they can have a successful campaign and win a seat, etc., I thought it was a really interesting conference, the speakers were great, um, so, that being said, I left the conference room at one point to use the bathroom, and as I'm walking back through the hallway, um, this older gentleman is walking towards me through the hallway, and as we pass by each other, he very abruptly just stops and stares at me, and so I naturally very abruptly stop and just stare right back at him, and he's like, hi, and I was like, hi, and he's like, I want to talk to you. Not right this second, but I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. He was like, well, when we get a break or something, just come find me, uh, and we can talk. And he was like, okay. He was like, I will do that. And I was like, okay. And, um, all good vibes. I loved our interaction. It was really entertaining to me. But, um, yeah. So anyways, uh, at the end of the day, everybody's like socializing before they leave and stuff. And this guy walks up to me and he goes, okay. He's like, I don't normally ask people really personal questions, uh, but I feel comfortable asking you a really personal question. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like a little, a little worried. I'm like, what is this really personal question that this man is about to ask me? And then he goes, what's with the blue hair? (laughs) And And so I was like, that's what you want to ask me about? The, the hair? Okay, that's fine. And so uh, I, I pretty much explained to him the whole thing that I just explained a few minutes ago about why I dyed my hair. And he thought it was hilarious. And he laughed. He even did a whole turn away and like really look back at me. And um, yeah, so he fully appreciated the irony. If you're watching, Larry, hi! I remember you, and I thoroughly enjoyed meeting you. Um, but yeah, so so that that was a good one. Let's see. I I also recently volunteered to throw candy uh in the local veterans day parade because my old person friend uh he's in a band which is so so fun i got to actually like see him and his band perform at the parade for the first time so like that was really cool Uh, but i threw candy off of the the band's float and so that was pretty fun but anyways while i was at the parade i ran into the lady who kind of is in charge of our local elections commission and she hadn't seen me with blue hair um so i don't even think she recognized me because i walked up to her and i was like hey and she was like hi (laughs) and like we've interacted multiple times in the past because i've uh worked the election polls here a few times and so i thought it was really funny but i was like i was like um, yeah, I was like, I, I know I have blue hair now, but uh, you remember me now? And she's like, oh, and I was like, yeah. And then I explained because she asked why the hair and I was like, I explained and she's like, that's that's really funny. She's just like, I love that. So there are plenty of people, including my old person friend, Quincy. Hi, Quincy. Um. There are plenty of people who have, you know, hyped me up about the hair, we'll just put it that way. But there are also plenty of people who have not hyped me up about the hair. So uh, let's read some negative comments, my friends. The first one that I screenshotted here uh, was the first comment that I got about the hair color, I think. And I think it was like on the the first blue-haired conservatives thing that me and my friend Shauna put out. And somebody said, your hair is the color of toilet bowl cleaner. And this is when our hair was, like, very vibrant blue. Um, and so I told this person that I showed my hairstylist a picture of toilet bowl cleaner for color reference. Because, like, what else do you say to that? I'm like, thank you for saying what my hair color reminds you of. I don't know, it's just kind of weird to me. Like, <laughs> if you see somebody with yellow hair, do you walk up to them and be like, Hey, your, your hair reminds me of the pen that I wrote with back in fourth grade that stopped working because it was a glitter pen and those run out really fast like what, what, like the context of like why you would like say to somebody but like toilet bowl cleaner and honestly like i feel like my hair has hit the stage of looking like toilet bowl cleaner color but it wasn't at that stage at the time so i i don't really know maybe he was talking about like the liquid bowl cleaner. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, next next comment says, um, this was also on a Blue Haired Conservatives episode. Somebody said, between the both of them, there's probably about a gallon of petroleum byproducts. So, um, clearly like, and, the, and these are not people who probably have a problem with our hair because of politics. They clearly just felt like commenting because they didn't like our hair. But, you know, that, to each their own. Um, now this one I thought it was an interesting comment because this one was posted on a a clip from one of the blue haired conservative specials where me and Shauna were talking about assumptions And the clip is just us like saying, you know, don't make assumptions. You know what they say about assumptions. We're not going to say it, but you know what they say. So don't do it. Like, it's just like that. That's all that the clip is. Okay. And somebody commented and said, then how about don't assume the assumption isn't founded in experience and maybe have an adult conversation and ask before shouting and calling people bigots. Now, there's, there's just a little bit to unpack here, okay? Because, for one, like, I, I at first, you know, you read the first half of the comments, like, then how about don't assume the assumption isn't founded in experience? And I'm like, well, yeah, most assumptions are founded in some sort of experience or prejudgment or something that you've, you know, learned somewhere or experienced somewhere. Yeah, whatever. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, I'm not assuming anything in this video. I'm just telling people not to make assumptions. So why are they saying that I'm assuming something? And then they tell us, or me, or whoever's talking in the video, I don't remember, to have an adult conversation and ask before shouting and calling people bigots. And so I think it's pretty safe to assume that this person, based off of the fact that me and Shauna had blue hair in this clip, thought that we were liberals and assumed... Just because of our hair color, nothing that we said in the clip, nothing that we said in the episode, assumed based off of our hair color that we are the type of people to shout and call other people bigots. And I was like, that's a crazy assumption. It's almost like what I just told you you probably shouldn't do. Um, So I just responded to this person. I said, you're probably the exact audience I was hoping to reach with the Blue Haired Conservatives episode of my podcast. I'm a Christian conservative. I don't call people bigots. That word is inaccurately used to describe me and people who think like me on a pretty consistent basis. That's one of the main points of my recent videos on assumptions. Um, Of course, they never responded to me. Uh, which is fine. I don't really care to have a back and forth in the comment section, but I was like, like the the, the way this person thought that they were really, like, winning when they made this comment and they just were not, like, <laughs> okay. Next comment. Somebody said, blue-haired conservatives. Huh? I'm like, I, I don't know what that means. Are you, like, do you, do you just not understand the irony, or... Do you think it's not possible for there to be a blue-haired Like, I I don't know. Some people are mentally challenged in a bad way. The next comment- I don't remember what this comment- Oh, I think this was on a recent- (laughs) A recent one that I did on racism and writing the other. Okay, so somebody said- Someone please shut this crybaby up. It's people like you who are effing this world up. If you don't self-delete, then you're racist. And this was on a short, okay, on YouTube. So it was just a clip from my podcast. And I, I think in the racism ones especially, I made sure to, like, pin uh, in the comments That the full context of the episode is up on my channel if you want to go look. That this is not just its one-off thing. But this person didn't bother to read that comment obviously, didn't bother to click on my channel to see the description that says viewpoints of a young Christian conservative, didn't bother to do anything, okay? Just simply commented, someone please shut this crybaby up. Um, (laughs) It's people like you who are effing the world up. And I responded and I was like, I recommend using those five seconds it takes to click on a button and look at my channel. Um, You know, I'm not the problem you think I am. Because I'm pretty sure this person, again, was assuming, based off the fact that I had blue hair, And the fact that, like, I was talking about racism, I guess, I I don't know, Um, that I was a liberal, and therefore they commented like I was a liberal. And I'm like, can you just, like, not be stupid? Um, (laughs) Okay, um, next next comment. This one was entertaining to me. Okay, this person, I really bothered them because they commented on... They they first commented on a short of mine, and then they went and commented on the a larger video. So first they commented on a YouTube short and said, Oh, look, everybody, it's another blue-haired liberal regurgitating the trite narrative about the racism boogeyman. How new and original. And then they commented on uh, another video of mine, and they were like, so- said something about how, like, you know, uh, only take, like, you know, you've been at this for a year and you only have this many subscribers, um, and then, like, hashtag call it quits commie, and I was like, yeah, clearly somebody thinks I'm a liberal and cannot read a channel description. Clearly. Can't even read the video description clearly but anyways so i responded to the the first comment that i read from this person i responded to them and i you know corrected them and i said blue-haired conservative and they responded and said lmao there's nothing conservative about blue hair or screaming into the void about racisms and for the record um i don't think i am screaming into the void at at the very least i know that Both of my parents and my best friend do watch and listen to my podcast episodes, so even if nobody else was watching, I'm not screaming into a void because there are a couple people that actually care what I have to say, and, um, you know... I know that I can get a little bit worked up sometimes, but I definitely was not screaming in the racism video. So yeah, it's just, it's very interesting that that that's the assumption that this person made. They like, they genuinely just assumed that I was a liberal. And when I corrected them, they just hardened their stance. They doubled down. They were like, there's nothing conservative about blue hair or screaming into the void. And I'm like, um, somebody's obviously bothered by my hair. And the fact that I bothered to say anything about racism, wow, that's nice. But yeah, there's just a lot of people in here who like didn't really pay attention to anything I was saying, or like didn't bother to like be like, oh, this is kind of inflammatory, or I don't really know if I agree with this, and like click on my channel to see what I actually think. They didn't do that. Instead, um, like I got comments like "green hair, run, white savior." Uh, assuming I'm a liberal, um, because I don't think, well, okay, maybe I guess people might assume conservatives are white saviors, but I think this was just assuming that I was somebody who agrees with the racism narrative that a lot of liberals agree with, and I don't, so um, clearly that was an assumption. Somebody said, hair is a red flag. Um, if hair, if the color of my hair is a red flag for you, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You're just not the right person for me, I guess. Um, so, and then this is another person, assuming I'm a liberal, quotes Malcolm X and says, white liberals are the enemy of the black man. And I'm like, that's nice. I'm not a white liberal. <laughs> okay. Oh, this person. <laughs> Don't even get me started on this person, but we are going to talk about him. Okay. So this was on one of my racism shorts and he looks to be a little bit older he looks to be in his like 50s or 60s or something along those lines so i know that um older generations who have not had technology and have not had social media for the longest time um plenty of them catch up pretty quickly clearly but there's a decent amount who you know still struggle with uh using social media tactfully um this guy (laughs) he left a comment Saying something about how he loves white people. Okay. And then he left another comment. Saying people are racist to white people. And then he left another comment. uh, Talking to YouTube I guess. Saying you take my money YouTube. You can't let me comment. Um, And then. He does another comment. Clearly directed at me and says. Nobody cares. You were raised by two mothers. There must have been a sale on blue hair dye. Um. Unless I've been living a lie my whole life, I'm pretty sure I was not raised by two mothers, and there actually wasn't a sale on, on blue hair dye. I did I paid full price for the blue hair dye, so uh, I wish there had been a sale on the blue hair dye specifically. That would have been nice. My wallet would have appreciated that, but... Yeah. So, I mean, I I think, yeah, I responded to this guy and I was like, I'm a Christian conservative. I actually paid full price for this hair dye and it pays off every time people on my own side of the political aisle assume I'm a leftist really gives me the opportunity to see part of why left-leaning people think the right is so hateful. And, you know, obviously he didn't respond to that, but like that, that is what I feel like. Th- this experience has given me okay is a little bit of a realization that okay like what if I was a liberal what if I was on the left are these the comments that that some of these people on the right are leaving on people who are on the left's posts like really do we not have more like uh, what is the word that I'm looking for I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Oh, do we not have more decorum? Can we not be respectable people? Why is this the way that some people choose to interact with the world? And now I'm saying this, okay, but I understand that there are people on the left who will comment the same types of things to people on the right. I understand that full well. Okay, I have seen that for years, but because I'm not somebody on the left, I don't really pay attention to the things that get said to people on the left necessarily sometimes i do but it's not like on the front of my mind it's not the first thing i pick out in the comment section okay so i'm like sitting here i'm getting these comments i'm like what if i was a liberal what if i was on the left you are saying something that makes it to where they might be hurt by what you're saying or they might be offended or they might just be like oh yeah I knew the right was judgmental, I knew the right was mean, I knew the right was hateful and old-fashioned and all these things, you know? Like, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of insane to be saying stuff like this to people. Um, okay, but we'll, we'll take a break on the YouTube comments, and we'll, we'll go to Twitter. And they're really not, they're not even, like, that bad, okay? Because I don't use Twitter- <laughs> The only part of me really that like I I have a Twitter account there's a few a few people that follow me I really don't post on Twitter I don't tweet I know it's X now but like what is the x equivalent to tweeting to a tweet you're xing like I don't know it's weird but um anyways there are um Anyways, the, the when I do the podcast for the Tennessee Conservative, they post everything to their social media and they are on Twitter. And so uh, I, I I do get a couple comments on those posts. <laughs> and um, somebody said, why does she have blue hair with a facepalm emoji? And then somebody responded and said to appeal to fence um, sitters, but like uh, a cuss word instead of sitters, if you can... Uh, imagine that but (laughs) and then somebody says "Ugh, reminds me a lot of how conservatives have sold out on so many other issues our gays are better than your gays our trannies are better than your trannies um and you know while i don't remember the context of this episode i do think this is directed at my hair um and i just have to ask how is hair color comparable to gay people and transgender people what does the hair what is what does it have to do with it okay next person oh nope blue hair i don't care i don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or not i'm gonna take it like it's a joke um this one okay this one now i said i don't take i don't take personal offense to comments i know i said that but this one somebody said sorry i don't want to listen to a woke millennial talk And I was like, uh, do I look older? Like, do I look like I'm in my thirties? Like I'm 21. And even if you think I like, even if you would guess that I was like 24 or 25, that's okay. I'm not a millennial. Not that I really want to be associated with Gen Z, either like and not that i even agree with the generational grouping okay um check out subtle rampage podcast episode 10 for more uh commentary on the generation stuff okay but i'm not a millennial and i'm not woke so this person's like sorry i don't want to listen to a woke millennial talk i'm like uh I, t- I actually take offense to that um and then another person asks why does she have blue hair i'm like why i to get people to say things like that, I guess. I don't know at this point. I don't know. I'm really starting to question it at this point. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of a general overview, you guys. Obviously, nothing like too drastically horrifying has been said to me. Um, depending on how you look at it. I'm, a, I'm about to tell you another story that happened in real life, but <laughs> you, you, you get the point. Like most, Like most of this is just like questionable social media use but um let's see oh i went on the mill creek view podcast tennessee um i guess late october early october i don't remember something like that uh i think it was early october but the tennessee conservative reposted the mill creek view interview um and on the tennessee conservatives website where that interview is posted somebody commented and said i will not listen take advice or uh, take advice from or pay any attention to anyone with dyed blue hair that is a wolf in sheep's clothing you may do as you will now first off i would like to say to this person if they ever you know They're not going to watch this. Who am I kidding? I have blue hair. They're not going to watch this. Okay. Um, (laughs) they won't listen to me because I have blue hair. All right. So, but to this person, you realize you used the wolf in sheep's clothing phrase wrong, right? Because if I was a wolf in sheep's clothing, I would be a liberal that looked like a conservative. You, You realize that, right? Right? Okay, I guess not. Yeah, so apparently guys, I I'm, I'm a wolf in sheeps clothing, okay, and this person will not listen to, take advice from or pay any attention to me because I have dyed blue hair. Um, I do appreciate uh, Horatio Bunce. Okay, I assume that's her real name, I don't know. But they responded to this person's comment, and they were like, I encourage you to listen to the link in the article. Adelia was a guest speaker at the Conservative Club of Teleco. Her hair isn't blue in that one. Maybe you can listen to the message, but not the cognitive dissonance of the Teleco Yankees. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, the last part's an opinion, but... but <laughs> I'm like, this is exactly how I would have responded to this comment if I took the time to respond to this comment is like just saying, I think that you should go check this out. But I'm just like, yeah, maybe they, sh- they do need to go listen to the message of um, how to grow and engage young conservatives because that speech uh, is pretty much directed on how people on the right interact with other people. And how young conservatives tend to have a bit of an issue with how older conservatives interact with other people when it comes to political views and assumptions and things like that. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, that was an entertaining comment, to say the least. But let's talk real-life negative experiences, guys. Uh, (laughs) And... I don't know if this person still pays attention to my podcast or what I do. Um, if they do, hi, I'm sure you'll know who you are when I share this story. Um, it's not meant to demean you. It's just that it was genuinely a shocking situation. So I feel like it is necessary to share. I feel like it was definitely a result of this unintentional social experiment so um not meant to upset you in any way just sharing this experience um anyways so i a few months ago i don't even remember when i went out with a guy a conservative and The thing is, is that we had talked, we got along great in conversation, Um, no complaints there really, but I feel like in order to be in a relationship with somebody, you kind of have to be, you know, vibing, both of you, you know, like you want to spend more time around each other, you want to keep getting to know each other, etc. If you meet up for a date and you have that date and at the end one party or both parties don't really feel like there's enough of a connection to keep going then that's what the date was for and you move on to the next thing right um so anyways (laughs) i go out on a date with this guy this conservative guy and we had already talked about my blue hair he thought it was great he thought the idea was funny um the irony was great Um, And, uh, yeah, so we we went on this date. The date was very nice. It was planned very well. Um, I just was not feeling the vibe. And I kind of knew um, by the end of our date that I didn't really want to go out with this man again. Um, And, like, that's fine. That's normal, right? Like... (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so anyways I had a lot going on following the those few days and so like and then I went out of town and all this stuff and so um I just had a lot going on and I didn't have the time to sit down and in the way I wanted to inform this guy that I did not want to see him for more dates that we could keep up, uh, you know, an acquaintanceship, but that I did not want to continue dating him. Um, and so I didn't tell him right away, which some people might have an issue with. Um, but I feel like when you go out on one date, it's like, you know, I, I have a lot of important things in my life, um, and if I've only known you for a very short amount of time, I'm sorry, but you are not my top priority. I will let you know. I will be courteous, but you're not my top priority yet. Uh, So I had a lot going on. I was uh, visiting family, visiting friends, like 24-7, no really downtime. And so before I can get around to letting this guy know, this is is a time span of days. Days. Okay, not weeks, not months, days. And... (laughs) He had sent me a few voice messages on texts, uh, and maybe a few texts. I don't know. Um, and I had kind of responded to them, but I hadn't responded to the last couple of things I think, um, because I hadn't had the chance to like actually listen to them. Um, and I get a text one morning while I'm out of town at a friend's house. I'm just sitting on the couch with her little with her little toddler and her baby, enjoying my life and talking to her. And I get a text. That pretty much goes something along the lines of, uh, what was it? It was like, um, I think your blue hair might be rubbing off on you because ghosting someone is kind of a leftist trait, and I'm only halfway kidding. Now, can we just take a second to digest this? Okay, because when I, when I read that, I was like... I was shook. I was like, sorry? If I don't respond to you for two or three days, that is not ghosting you. Um, Because my I 100% had intentions of letting this man know where my head was at. I just hadn't responded to him for two or three days. And that was the text I got. And he said, I'm only halfway joking. Not just kidding just making light of this you know i'm just kidding but i'm only halfway joking and i was like sorry i did take that personally we'll just put it that way and then i proceeded to let him know that i was not feeling the vibe um you know and there was more of a conversation after that but that's besides the point has nothing to do with my hair okay (laughs) but that like response i was like i was shooketh i was of the shooketh and my friend read the text and she was just like, huh? What? And and my friend, she's not even like super political. Like, I don't even I don't even know. Like she she's somebody who like, you know, probably would vote on like for people on the left like you know I think she would vote for somebody on the right as well but like she's not like you know die hard one way or the other so it's not like it's a politics thing with her when I bring stuff up like this she was just genuinely like what the heck and I was like I don't know I don't know (laughs) but yeah so there was that you guys there was that and you know you can feel however you feel about me airing out my dirty business or whatever you want to call it on the internet, but I feel like I kept that pretty anonymous. There are a lot of details I could have added, but I didn't because I have tact. But okay, moving on to the next interaction, I would like to talk about. Um, this one wasn't necessarily like an inherently negative reaction or anything like that. It was just clearly this person was not vibing with my blue hair, and that's kind of been made clear in conversations that have happened after our initial conversation so that is its own thing but um anyways I recently met this woman she's probably in her 60s or 70s um, and I met her while I was with a group of people that I already know and so but this group of people that I already know, hadn't seen me with blue hair yet. It had been a while. And so uh, they'd asked me about the hair. I was explaining it to them. And then I was kind of like talking about how like it was interesting how many people on the right really did take issue with my hair. Um, How I kind of, you know, I thought that it would like provoke some people. Like I thought it would be funny, but I didn't realize like that people would actually have a problem with it on the right. And, um, this this woman like when I was talking about hate comments and stuff like not that they're like hateful hateful but like when I was talking about hate comments she was just like she asked me a question and she said but isn't that what you wanted? And the way she said it was kind of a little bit condescending like it wasn't like a genuine question okay it was just like it was like but isn't that what you wanted? Like why are you talking about this like isn't that what you were asking for? And it wasn't until she asked me that that it kind of put it into perspective for me i was like you know actually no it isn't what i wanted like i did think that like i said earlier i did think that having blue hair would provoke some people okay but i did expect most of that to be on the left okay i thought that people on the right would find it funny i thought that they would appreciate the irony i didn't expect People on the right to say things like "I'm not listening to anybody with blue hair," like, or to call me a wolf in sheep's clothing, or whatever. You know, I didn't expect any of that. Okay, I thought that people on the right would think it was funny. That's what I thought. <laughs> so you know, it's just I think it is, and it's less offensive that people on the right. You know, not everybody. Obviously, not probably not even the majority, but some people. It's not even offensive that they take issue with it. It's disappointing because I genuinely I like to think that on the political right, because we get so much backlash from the left and so much uh, attack and so many assumptions from the left. I would like to think that we would be able to say, oh, hey, I don't like it when they do that to our side. Maybe I should stop making assumptions about other people because I don't really know. Like, you know, like I I just, I, I would like to think that there's more perspective that there's more n- a nuanced thinking more critical thinking and not the type of critical thinking they teach in schools these days okay but like actual critical thinking that's what i expected out of the people on my political side of the aisle and i was wrong and so it is disappointing it is not what i wanted <laughs> it's not really what i asked for um and it just kind of it's just kind of frustrating i guess is my conclusion and to, to that note, okay, to the people who do take issue with my hair. Even my Mennonite friend and her family put up with my hair. So what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the people in my life who should take issue with the fact that I dyed my hair blue... I, I would have thought it would have been the Mennonite people because, but like not, and maybe it's because, you know, part of like, like such a big part of their lives is their faith and is the way that they treat other people and is the way like that they're thinking about it before they say things. And they're thinking about how it can affect somebody else. And like, so, so maybe that's part of it, but still, I'm like, I, <laughs> I walked into my Mennonite friend's house I think maybe a week or two after I dyed my hair, I don't know, it was after my friend Shauna left, the other blue-haired conservative, it was after she left town. I went to my Mennonite friend's house, and she had seen me with blue hair before. Her family had not yet seen me with blue hair. And when I walked in, her mom was like, Adelia, (laughs) and I was like, hi. It was like that. It was like that uh, internet meme where it's like, "Hey," and then it's like the ominous music, and it's like, "Hey," or whatever it is. I don't know, but like that's what it felt like. I was like, "Hi," <laughs> and she was like, and she just looks at me and she goes, "Adelia." I was like, "Yes," and she's like, "Are you trying to make a political statement?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> And she was like, well, is it working? (laughs) And I was like, I think so. Uh, It's a little early to tell, but I I think it's going to work. And you know what, guys? You know what, guys? It has worked. It has. In conclusion, I guess what I have to say, guys, is we just need to stop. We just need to stop making assumptions. And, you know, I, and I'm and i not saying this directly to my listeners, because I, I think that if you guys are listening to me still at this point and keeping up with everything that I uh, feel like talking about, you are the type of person to put a little more nuance behind your viewpoints, I would hope. Um, <laughs> it's just like, isn't it frustrating when other people don't? like isn't it? Am I am not the only one. I am not the only one. <laughs> like you know, those of you out there who have tattoos, those of you out there who, you know, maybe are conservative and not Christian. Okay, those of you like, you know, isn't it a little like a little a lot frustrating when people make assumptions about you based off of like one aspect of things? Um, you know, it's just kind of it's just kind of questionable to me and I really wish that people would Like I said, put a little bit more of that critical thinking brain power into things before they leave comments on social media or say things in real life. I mean, think before you speak is not just a recommendation. I mean, it it really can only be a recommendation because I can't control what other people do. But like, it's, it's really not a recommendation. It is something that you really need to do. And so many people don't. Which is probably why somebody started the phrase in the first place. Because so many people don't think before they speak. But, you know, whatever. Anyways, that's all I've got for this episode of Subtle Rampage Podcast. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed my little bit of self-indulgence. Yeah. (laughs) If you've made it this far in the video slash podcast, then you know what you should do you should subscribe and or follow the podcast on youtube rumble spotify or whatever audio streaming platform you like to use i don't know where you're listening from um but yeah you should do that so you don't miss for for any any future content any future episodes because i do do those uh usually on a weekly basis so yeah thanks for tuning in uh i'll be back next week with more content and uh, a different hair color. See ya.